Building Faith podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Whatever happened to true, biblically sound churches? You know, the ones that actually teach from the Bible? I mean, seriously, how did we get here? There is so much division in the body of Christ, and I can actually see why. Because some of the teachings that are coming out of some of these churches today are just off. Some are downright ridiculous, mixing worldviews and New Age teachings and making some convoluted mix of what we today call progressive Christianity. And I got to confess, I'm embarrassed to say that I not only believed some of this stuff, I actually taught it. God, please forgive me. Well, hey, my friend, my name is Chris Reese, and I want to welcome you back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast, where it is my hope to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. If you're being blessed by our time together, would you do me a favor and go ahead and hit that subscribe and notification button. Now, since scripture instructs us not to neglect the gathering together, how do we find a church that is faithful to the text and doesn't just tickle our ears? May I suggest that we apply the Berean principle? Acts 17.11 lays that out for us nicely. And here's what it says. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. So let's be like the Bereans and examine some of these false yet common teachings that are floating around in a church near you. False teaching number one, manifesting. There's a new age teaching out there that basically says what you speak, envision, and think will come to pass. Kind of like the law of attraction. The idea that Christians can name it and claim it or speak something into existence is not only nonsense, it's witchcraft. From vision boards to decreeing and declaring, many Christians have tried to take the sovereign will of God into their own hands. And those who follow the decree and declare formula make such statements as, I decree and declare that I am healed, or I decree and declare I am wealthy. Humbly asking God for things in prayer is now replaced by decreeing those things to happen and then calling it faith. Now, please don't get me wrong. I am all for watching the words of my mouth and boldly decreeing and declaring God's truth. But the power to speak things into existence, that's actually a reference to Romans 4.17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Did you catch that? It's God calls things that were not, not us. So instead, I want to encourage you to look for teachers that actually encourage you to search the scriptures for yourself and also keep your life surrendered to the sovereign will of God. And stick to making your decrees according to biblical truth, not personal preference. False teaching number two, emotionalism. Emotionalism is not so much taught as it is assumed. You know, stirring the emotions of the crowd is often mistaken for a powerful move of God. 
Emotionalism in the church is a reaction based upon a feeling, and it's often very expressive, but devoid of true worship. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who has expressive moments are simply responding emotionally, but many are. True worship is not just a surface reaction to a strong drumbeat or lyrics to a cool new song. True worship is a reverence for a holy God, and it is a direct response to our awe and wonder of his majesty. There's nothing wrong with great music and a beautiful atmosphere, but God doesn't need us to conjure up a false move of the Holy Spirit. He's plenty powerful to reach every hurting heart and sorry sinner. Number three, meology. Are you part of a church that makes the Bible all about you? Yes, there should be a proper application of biblical truth to your life, but that's only a small portion. In many meology churches, it's all about me, my decisions, my battles, my experience, my truth. It's all about me. In an effort to be seeker-friendly, the gospel message has been watered down, and even many of the worship songs we hear today are all about me, not Jesus, me. Not too long ago, my husband and I were on vacation, and we passed this preacher on the beach, and my delight turned to disgust when I heard the message that was being preached. God loves you. Wait for it. Don't hammer me just yet. God loves you just the way you are. He's so delighted with you. He thinks you're perfect. He's smiling down on you right now. Jesus is so happy with you. I didn't even realize how upset I was getting until my husband started to pull me away. Look, I understand wanting to deliver a message of God's love. It is amazing. But the gospel is about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus for our sins, the sins that we need to repent of, not gloss over. So yes, we can come to God just as we are, but don't think for a moment that he thinks you're perfect. The truth is he'll perfect you in Christ. And messages like these cause people to believe that God is there to serve them. So when their ignorant, immature prayers don't get answered, look who's to blame, God. And they walk away from the faith because truth was, there was no grounding in biblical truth. Let us instead remember Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. False teaching number four the prosperity gospel. Otherwise known as the word of faith movement, this encourages believers to use God and scripture for their personal gain, especially in the areas of health, wealth, happiness, and victory. Now, this is not to negate God's power and ability to bless us. I do not believe that Christians need to walk around in rags to prove their devotion to Christ. So, If you are a part of a church that is telling you to sow a seed for your victory or give so it will be given unto you or any other form of manipulation for money tactics, run, my friend. Yes, you should support the gospel. Yes, God does want you to be healthy and even wealthy. Yeah, we need more wealthy, generous Christians. And yes, you should ask God for your healing and your victory. 
But the prosperity gospel is a means to manipulate God through positive thoughts, positive confessions, and donations to a specific minister to elicit a particular result in your life. And it is not biblical. And you don't have to fall prey to these tactics. You can trust in the sovereign will of God and give from a cheerful heart, not a manipulated one. So I'm curious so far, what other false teachings have you seen? Let me know in the comments below. There is one thing that you're going to need to ditch if you truly want an intimate relationship with God, and it's not what you think. To find out, I want to invite you to jump on over to episode 210. And my friend, if you are struggling in your faith and you want to hang on to the promises of God, and I want to invite you to jump on over to chrisreese.com where you can grab your 13 promises of God guide that you can count on today. This is my free gift to you, my friend. So jump on over to chrisreese.com or go on down to the show notes and you'll see a link for that free guide there. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.